Our sponsor today is Sobe Life Water. Pour yourself a glass with a little bit of gin. And start telling it like it is. I'd like to thank Darius Schmidt. For accidentally liking the Anecdotal Experience Facebook page. Darius didn't listen to any of the episodes, but my man Darius got taste. Hey, thanks for coming back. Today we have Mark Kennedy. He's my buddy. He's a good guy. You know what I like about Mark? The dude likes to talk. He makes my job easy. You're not going to hear any weird pauses. No breaks. No silences. No okays. No ums. You can't, uh, no hearing me rattle my brain for questions. Mark brings his A-game. It's too bad this nice gentleman gets his heart broken in the story by a girl that doesn't deserve him. We've all been there. We've all fallen for someone that, uh, you know, doesn't deserve us. It's too bad Mark does. But let's hear how he deals with it. I'm interested. I already know. But I'm excited for this. Mark Kennedy gets his heart broke, but he stays loped. Let's do it. Sure. You're dating a girl. Go. Okay. Tell us about the love of your life. Right. This was, how old was I? 19, 20... About second year of college. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, I'll be 25 next month. So, yeah, this was about five, six years ago. Okay. This was the experience to where immediately when I left high school, I think I had started hanging out with this girl. And it was also the exact same time that I got really into punk rock and started going to shows. She was around a whole lot. So, she punk rock girl. Absolutely, all yeah. Right, all right. And hardcore feminist, vegan, all the rest of it. So as soon as I was kind of she getting... sounds off. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Depending on who you are, uh-huh. exactly. At, at that whole time, it wasn't just like a new person. It was like a new perspective on life and a new oh. lifestyle. Okay, who were you before you were punk? Before that, man, I, I just didn't know any of the stuff that I thought about existed, you know? I didn't even know about stand-up, really, or okay. anything until I was, like, 19, 20, around that same age. Okay. So around all that same time, I got really into music, got really into punk rock. I started taking philosophy classes where I was like, oh, you mean other people have thought about this shit that's going through my mind? All of that stuff. Okay. And then it was all centered around meeting this girl— and then feeling like she was my portal, leaving the old life of not knowing what I wanted to do and then knowing everything about what I wanted to do, right? Yes. She <laughs> gave you yeah, she gave you that direction. Right. She opened you up to stuff. Right. And really and then changed. gave me a romantic connection to uh, all the stuff all right. that I so wanted to feel like I was part of. Got it. I'm gonna go kill the dog outside real yeah. quick. Um all right, so <laughs> she uh I'll just let you let you mm-hmm. riff on that. Okay, so not only does she represent um, someone you're romantically involved with, but she right. also kind of um, represents the change in your life and right. your purpose in life. A new confirmed lifestyle and point of view. Okay, cool. And yeah, tell us about her. I'm going to go kill this dog. Absolutely. So the entire time I was getting to know her, um, she was actually already, I think... She had been dating someone else for a long time, 
But I was also kind of, and I already know this is probably like a red flag to plenty of people who know the situation. All right, I, I of it. course, was the dude who was fielding all of these frustrations and stuff and was just like, okay, I, I don't know if she's feeling me or if we're just super close. You were the shoulder to cry on? I think so, okay, 100%. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think I just played the nice guy, shy guy thing the whole time. Okay. Um, but at the same way, even if we were friends, God, this sounds horrible. Even if it just turned out that way, I was like, I still have this connection to this new perspective on life. Okay. This new viewpoint, this new way of being a rebel with a cause, knowing what yeah. I'm getting into, yeah, yeah, yeah. knowing the way I want to think and be critical of the rest of the world and all the bullshit and everything. Right. So, so as do you long- look, I'm sorry, do you look back on that as it like really something or do you think it was just, like you said, baloney? Uh, it was... Yeah, it was definitely, but I think everything's baloney, but. That's true. <laughs> okay, all right. You're, that's <laughs> but, what I'm asking. But it was, I think it was, it was that perfect period of time in life to where you were looking for the answer yeah. to yeah. all and the you questions you too. have. Yeah, you do. And all of those answers are embodied. Some people's, those answers are embodied in a job. Oh, absolutely. Or in a home. Professional. Or, and, oh, yeah. Yeah, a parent, yeah. a friend, whatever. This was yeah. all embodied religion. in like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, religion or the, yep. anything. Okay, so this was your, This I was all it. embodied in this romantic connection yeah right? so she's very she's very important to you. uh-huh right yeah so as soon as they broke up and we started hanging out yada yada she was sort of with another guy for a second and then she finally found out that i liked her right mm, okay and she immediately connected with me and said oh my god i never knew you felt that way All you right. know, why didn't you tell me sooner blah 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 okay so we're literally just hanging out talking doing all the good stuff for literally about day or two a weekend right like we talked about this after a show that my band played at the space and then immediately the next day was the hey you know I think I was a little drunk last night and um, may have said a little bit too much and didn't want to give you this that and the third impression and I think it's best if we just forget that that happened (laughs) right so how do you take that, right? You right. know what I mean? And I just go, like, in that immediately, that part about the, the grieving process, that disbelief, yeah. that that stuck with me for, like, three months, you know, where I yeah. was just like, nah, nah, she didn't mean that. <laughs> We're still just hanging out. We're still, everything's cool. Oh, so you're, everything's still, cool. you're still chilling with her. I'm, I'm still hanging out. You're yeah, still, she, okay. she didn't drop me. And, in fact, she went further from the, like, oh, but I still want to be super, super close and yeah. really good friends. Okay. So I felt like... The whole us hanging out all that time was like an overcompensation for feeling bad for getting my hopes up for that and then dropping it. Um, But of course, then as soon as I found out she was hanging out with someone else for that reason, then every ounce of confusion and sadness turned into complete fuck you, I'll show you, right? Wait, okay, so, all right, you're like... <laughs> yeah, it's a whole you're, lot you're of holding one. on. You're, like, holding on hope, really. You're like, I'm holding on for, okay. like, no, she she thinks okay. that, but really, she, she did, knows deep down. She, like, opened up, and you were like, man, mm-hmm. I'm in. This yeah. is great. Yeah, this we're together, we're like, hanging out, we're all Because you were super into her. You're yeah. like, man, this is awesome. Right, right. For that day or whatever, you mm-hmm. had to be pumped. Yeah. You had to be. That day or two was just like, sweet, we're together. We said we, yeah. we really like each other, all the rest of it. It's it's all honky-dory. What right? do you think, yeah, what do you think happened there? What do you think, like, what happened in those two days? I think. If you had to guess. If I had to guess, looking back, and luckily I have had 
I'll just say one solid, healthy relationship where I got to talk to my girlfriend at the time about all this stuff, each of our past and all yeah. that stuff and cool. give our two cents. I think what it was, was I was the dude who was rebellious and was a punk guy and was, you know, atheist, anarchist, whatever the fuck you want to put on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I was still level headed. You know what I mean? And yeah, I still You weren't like out of your mind. I wasn't mind out of my mind. I wasn't painting. a junkie. I wasn't yeah, an alcoholic. I didn't have okay. any of that shit. And I think she dealt with a lot of that. And I think what she had felt was, oh my God, I got the send me an angel moment uh, of you're a guy. Her savior. Right. The guy who gets it, but he's still like, oh man, and I'm gonna help you get your oh. life together. Sort of a yeah. thing. So like, I was a punk rock yeah. Richard Simmons life coach, dude. Yeah, so, like you didn't have your shirt tucked in, right. but you also like but I could had have. it together. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, yeah. Exactly that kind okay. of thing. Oh, so, so I think that's what it seemed like, and I think immediately when she was around that, it was like the, oh my God, how can I be around someone who makes me feel so self-conscious about the fact that I don't have my shit together? Oh, was she like- In this- Was she like a junkie? No, no, nothing that bad. Nothing that bad. I think she, we, let's put it this way. Some drink to remember, some drink to forget. I was drinking to party, hang out, meet new people, maybe go a little overboard, but nothing too bad. I think she was drinking, and then when I passed out, she was drinking a whole lot more. And was, she was drinking to forget, is what I like to say. So. There was a lot of that, and I think there was family issues, this and that. So it was like we were all seemed like broken people, but I wasn't as broken on the inside, sort of a deal. You, were you know just, that guy. Yeah, you were just uh, you weren't a uh, you were not a lion <laughs> amongst the pack. Right, right. But you had the. Mane. I was a little more of a. I had the mane and the hair, yeah. but I right. was a little more. Uh, you literally had the mane. Right. Yeah. But but I also had Marcus a, long hair. A, yeah, Cubs and in four hundred one k and all the rest of it. Yeah. So so I think immediately. You got a four hundred one k dog? No. All right. Uh, representatively, you yeah, met, yeah, yeah. metaphorically. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I think she saw all that, and it was just a very clear like, oh my god. Yeah. This guy is going to make me feel like like I don't have anything going on. And I think when she did open up a little more again about why things happened, it was like she was so self-conscious of uh, I'm going to make you become a heavy drinker like me and you're okay. going to drop out of college and I'm going to make you do it. So it was like just that unequal. I oh, feel bad for dragging you deserve. down to my stand. Yeah. For, yeah. One of those. Wait, one sec. Yeah. Mark, can you hit the table one time? There you go. Okay. Uh, never do it again. Okay. Do it like a couple more times if you want. Yeah. Do it. Get it out. All right. Now we're back. Okay. Because I was like looking at it and I'm like, that's louder than Mark. <laughs> Mark's tapping. Yeah. Uh, okay. So she, all right, man. Mm-hmm. So she had that. I think that happens a lot, man. I think that happens all the time. I obviously didn't yeah. know it at the time, but right. now. You're the, too good for it, man. Too good, right? Yeah, so but now, you know it now. Now the motivation yeah. is. What do I do to show her that mm-hmm. I don't care? Right? What do I do uh, to be like, whatever? I don't. I don't give a shit. I'm not. I'm yeah, not tore up over totally. this thing. You gotta be cool. Yeah. And you the funny thing, chill. right? You cool gotta guy, Mark. Yeah. Kennedy. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. What'd you do? So after the anger sort of manifested when I just started trying to ignore her, okay. And she was, you know, involved with another guy. Right. She was moving on to the next thing. 
I was just like, I knew she had been talking about moving out of Cincinnati forever. Okay. Like, oh, I'm so done with this place. I'm just, no, this isn't me anymore, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah. Well, immediately when I had a close friend at work, it was like, dude, uh, yeah, I'm moving to Austin, but I'm moving now. And my cousin wants to live with me, but his lease isn't up until like August, September. I'm wondering if I can do something. I go, I'm going with you. Like immediately, there's my golden ticket to be like, yeah, I'm moving to Austin. It was my idea. Oh, you know what I mean? You're trying to play it up like right. this is, like, I don't care. This is how much yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I'm moving out of town. Yeah, I'm moving a thousand miles and meanwhile, away. And meanwhile, I don't want to have anything to do with you she, or Cincinnati. She'd been talking about moving out. Right. So now it's so like, it was yo, the, later. It's the, I don't need you. You yeah. need me. Look at what I can oh, do with my life dude, and get yeah, out of here. You can so. make moves. Be like, I'm just going to go ahead and <laughs> yeah. make moves. And not care. Have fun in Cincinnati yeah. without me. Yeah. Talking so, about making moves. Right. So... And there was plenty more bullshit back and forth between us and everything, but it all revolved around, I couldn't have cared less if it was Austin, if it was Dayton, if it was Zimbabwe. Yeah. It was all about proving to this person okay. that I was above them and I didn't need to be around them. Oh, and I yeah. can get up and go anytime I want. It's important to make life decisions based on spite. <laughs> yeah. If there's not any spite involved in a major life choice, yeah. what are you doing? Um, I, I I agree, but you know what the funniest thing is, man? I, for all those psychology magazines and stuff, they always say the biggest decision you make to move, to get married, to change a job, to yeah. whatever, if you did it after a tragedy in your life, yeah. it has about a 90% failure rate, as in <laughs> you obviously, that's why I thought you were joking when I was saying everyone goes... Oh, you're not really trying to such and such. You're just trying to get away from blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So that was 100% the case. Like I said, I just wanted to get away. Yeah. So that was kind of what brought me there. And I can still remember the last party, like the last time we saw each other, she had like brought this new guy around. Right? Okay. And I was just like, oh, you can imagine. Uh, I, I remember. the worst feeling. Yeah, I know. And uh. I, I got a buddy who's straight edge and, and it, 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 I look at him the way she must have looked at me like, man, he's got his shit together. He's a teacher and everything. Oh, uh, you respect it? Yeah. Yeah, enough. Okay. Or at least I just didn't I didn't want to feel like the fact that I was drinking and was a big pot smoker was the reason why I was acting like such a maniac. You know, mm. I needed okay. someone who was completely sober to justify what I did, you yeah. know? Okay. And when he had talked about, you know, a bad similar thing, been hanging out with someone, they got together, and then immediately she changed her mind, sort of a thing. He goes, Oh my god, dude. He goes, If that girl brought around a guy, I would have busted her windshield open with a baseball pack. <laughs> I yeah. was like all right, I, I didn't do that. So and this guy's cool. like Sobe. Yeah, this yeah. guy's like 100% level-headed, right. man. So okay. so that was kind of the way I looked at it. What had happened was she brought this dude around when I thought I had made it clear, don't come around my half of the friends. You know what okay, I mean? Because right. I oh, met, shared friends. Well, I had met all the punk rockers. I had met yeah, all the guys okay. doing shows and bands. We all had mutual friends. So it was like yep. I was, like I said, jumping into this lifestyle, and she was like my portal to all that. Yeah. So for my buddies and stuff, I was just like, well, I'm going over to so-and-so's house. You know what I mean? Don't come around there and such. Mm -hmm. So she did anyway. And I remember, you know, drunk, stone, not justifying it, whatever. And finally, you can just imagine that little frustrated imp just getting so pissed. Uh -oh. And I had like had a beer can in my hand like oh, right no. now. I finish it off and I go, can you just 
fuck off already and threw it at her head. Were you talking to her or what? No. Hadn't said a word in months. Just her texting me, why don't you talk to me anymore sort of stuff. So, again... I'll get back at you by not saying a word. You know what I mean? That's, like, yeah, dude, you're trying to figure out what's the way to like feel better. Right. Each yeah. one of these is the method to get the person to want you back. So yeah. you can, yeah, but that was exactly what drove her away in the first place was me being independent and not needing any of this, man. Yeah. So that was one takeaway was just being like, when did All you right. throw, tell us about the beer throwing. Oh man, that was, <laughs> I could still remember I had a buddy who was a big video game nerd, and I just we were just hanging out, drinking, playing some Super Street Fighter on Super Nintendo, uh-huh. man. And I'm sitting there, and he was roommates with her at the time. Um, and then it was him, and then her, and then this new dude hanging out or whatever that was moving in. Yeah. And so I okay, just okay. So it's a small crowd. Small crowd is in Cincinnati always, man. Mm-hmm. So okay. so of course, yeah, that cross pollination there, and of course, all my friends are like, hey, yeah, so and so, man, he's a good dude, and I'm sitting there going, oh, he's fucking kind man he's not you know what i mean yeah. like no he's not you know you can't so, be but you gotta be cool about it you gotta be I like know. you have oh, to i didn't vocalize right. any of that the, but you, you know, didn't no, okay. no, no 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 you know me i was just like oh yeah sure yeah heard about him but right but, but i don't know mark kennedy when he was 19 sure. <laughs> yeah i, I was very petty i'm cool now yeah but like at the time would have been like no that guy's not that guy's yeah lame. <laughs> yeah that guy's not i think i was just i think the whole time i'd been trying to play it off like nothing was going on yeah. there were only those yeah. close friends Right. Who were sort of like, dude, what has been with you with the past month, man? Yeah. There's just not that spark in your eye like there used to yeah. be, man. <laughs> you no, know? Least, yeah. So, so they knew, like, you know, what's going on with right. this and everything. But no, most people were just like, oh, okay, yeah, he's a little quieter and he just drinks more and stays off into the corner a little okay. bit, you know? So you're playing Super Street Fighter. But yeah, we're playing Super Street Fighter okay. Turbo to be exact. Right. And, and what brings you to, this, to the brink? And it, it was just there. And I knew she had come over despite me being like, do not come around my friends. You know whose house I'm going to be at tonight. You know, we're hanging out, blah, blah, blah. You've got your own little circle. Do that. Oh, man. And she is literally hovering around me with homeboy in the other room, whatever. Oh, homeboy's in the other room. Well, he's around, All but, right. you know, he's in the kitchen drinking and meeting yeah, so-and-so. But she's hovering around you she's trying to get your attention. She's hovering around me trying to do the, like, trying to be, instead of just texting me, why don't why don't we talk anymore? Why don't you blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She's trying to get the, like, why? You know, she's trying to do that in person. So I'm not oh, having that, man. and I'm getting to the, like, instead of just getting up and walking away like right. I should have, or being the bigger man and just being, like, Listen, I know we haven't talked, but I'm having a hard time getting over this, and I really need some space, and I wish you would respect that. Would have that would have been the mature. That would have been the mature. That like, would have been 25-year-old like, Mark Kennedy right. hopefully pulling that move, but yeah. not, not 20. Okay. So that was the, well, instead of being mature and communicating this efficiently, yeah. how about I just be a little bitch and throw something, literally, <laughs> and just get out of there. Did so, you throw the beer can at her? Yeah. At her head. And she blew up. And said, oh, my fucking God, are you serious? This asshole just, are you, he, you, and then they also going, what's going on? What's going yeah, on? All right. I'm drunk and stoned. Then, uh-huh. and, then, and then the dude starts getting in my face. Man, oh, you man. Know? Is now, he big boy? I, no. In fact, all he's right. probably shrimpier than me, and I'm a pretty small guy. Okay. But, oh, I'm chubby, but, you know, nothing bulky or nothing. You could so, take him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I needed, I've never been in a fight in my life. Nor have I. But that was within an inch. Okay. That was that was the the marbles were going back and forth of yeah. the 
do I swing at this guy? Do I swing? Do I do, right. like, do I push all the chips in? Right. Or do I just do I you know do I put the hundred dollar chip in? You know what I mean? Yeah, I already just did flex. that with the beer can. Just flex. Do I go yep. all? In? <laughs> yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So. Flex so, until you have to throw down. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. So, so that just, was just that. Okay. She's she's going off doing right. this and that. Yeah. And then he's just like, "What? What's the deal, man? What? What, what are you doing that for? What's going on?" And yeah. I'm just like, yeah. "You need to get out of my face. You yeah. need to get out of my face." And then finally, my buddy, whose house it was, right. was like, "Dude, I, I I don't know what's going on. Just leave, man." And that he was, tells you that. Yeah. All right. And yeah. that was the most embarrassing part. of uh, beneath the surface all this is happening to me you know in my mind this manipulative bitch telling everyone this and that and she's tearing you know when your friend tells you to leave is it like is it like hey just leave man or is it like i'm kind of upset with you mark it could have been half of both i think it was just damage control i think it was dude i I don't care who did what right you should probably just just get out of here before this blows up and i think even in the midst of that when the dude was following her new dude and i think he even was just like like oh i don't know what's wrong with you man and i said like who are you anyway like that was my like who the fuck are you, man? You're not even from here, you know, this and yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I even think, like, within a second, I, like, tried to introduce myself. And he's like, I, I don't really want to know who you are either. Right, because you've already <laughs> thrown the beer. And you're just out of your mind. It was all gone, man. It was all gone. Oh, and luckily, man. my buddy was, yeah, the DD for that, man. And I think I just broke down and just had the, like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I've never done something like that ever. I don't, right. you know. And it was that, that was the moment where I just, I think I had been talking about the move right with the buddy at work and that was that was almost kind of like i would describe that as what an addict would go through if they did something low enough like stole their parents like credit card or something you know what i mean yeah like they hit yep. the ultimate I do. I like, I, I, like uh, everything before that was right. me maybe talking to friends was venting was saying i don't know what the hell to do with my life i've never been so depressed i keep drinking i'm doing all that yeah but it had never bubbled up to the surface yeah and that was the only time it bubbled up right and it hit hard and then that was the like i guess i should go to rehab sort of a thing okay. and then that was the i guess i should get up and move away to clear my head man okay so yeah get your that's damn right one last tap. off that table so <laughs> i'm gonna cut it off so and throw it over there with the dog i, I killed. know man yeah. so so yeah so that was the that was your moment where that was your fall um, from grace yeah, what's, I don't know what they call that, but yeah. that... Um, Breaking that, point? Yeah, where yeah. it's just like, all right, this is uh, this can't go on. Right. This type of behavior. Right. This isn't the mark that should be around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or how I've ever acted in any other period of my life right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So So this this mark, man, but we'll get back. We're going to, later, we're going to get back to the girl and yeah. kind of, this is my insight. You'll probably, you know, you Absolutely, can Absolutely, man. Yeah. So this is the point where you're like, all right. I can't be because obviously this girl won't stay away from me and she Uh has her own issues. She wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah. And I think it was me trying to ask politely for space 
And that was the I'm not asking politely anymore sort of a thing. Yeah, man. You know I'm on I mean? your side still. I know you kind of like <laughs> oh, reacted, but oh, like I was, I'm glad you did. Right. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Because you're I don't trying know if it was to be the best cool. way to like do you're it. You're trying but, to mind your own business. Right. And this had been going on for months. Yeah, this was man. from like September to this period of time it was like February, March. Okay. Yeah. So I had been trying to hold it up for about three months, and then the next three months was going from depression to anger. Okay. And that was like the boiling over point. So, okay, so now you're like, all right, now I'm moving to Austin, not uh-huh. to be a cool guy, but yeah. I'm moving to Austin because I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I got to clear my head. Okay. And I also, absolutely focal point, I got to stick it to this girl that, yeah, I messed up or whatever. I'm doing something about it. What are you doing besides just sitting around here? You all right, know, doing it's a the little of stuff. Both. It's a mix. It, yeah, it, yeah, and it was definitely a competitive thing with yeah, like, cool. okay. Totally. Right. So I'm the cool one because I got out. Right. Not not because, you know, I want this emotional thing that I needed to feel whole. Now I can do something else to make me put me back on top, you know. Mm -hmm. So that was what kind of got me to go there, really. Um, So how long after that are you like, I'm getting getting on this? This train. Yeah. To Um, Austin, Texas. the, The period of time between like that boiling point and that and that move. Yeah. Um, I think that was like March, April. Okay. So it, it initially had gone down between us late September for the end of fall through the winter. Um, just kind of avoiding trying to patch up things, but not doing well by the spring, the blow up and then, uh, school that semester was over in like a month. Okay. And so as soon as that semester was out, mm-hmm. I was going out. Yeah. So I had like one last shift at work. One last trip out to uh, Baltimore for Maryland Death Fest to go to this music festival with my buddies to rage, not care, <laughs> pretend okay. like I'm not like dead inside, you know. Okay. And then boom, pack up the bags, get right back and go. Cool. So. All right. Well, tell us about, um, yeah, just tell us about step one, whatever most mm-hmm. to you, because uh, the thesis of this is going to be you. Getting perspective and getting distracted right, right. from this girl and right. giving you kind of being able to come back to Cincinnati mm-hmm. being like, whoa, my life is so different now that this really yeah. feels so irrelevant right. for me. I mean, it was literally just being removed straight out of the roots and then put back in two months later. Like everything just went on pause for two months, you know. So, cool. So the process was my folks were totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if they weren't, I was just like... I think they knew I was struggling a little bit yeah. emotionally, getting yeah. a handle back on reality and everything. And yeah. I think they knew it as like, well, as long as you're safe, I mean, you're 20 years old and you don't have a felony or a kid, so right. we don't have to worry too We're much. We're so proud. Yeah. Yeah. I, I suppose we don't have anything too much to worry about, and we right. know you're into music and film and comedy and shit, so this yeah. is a cool big city, your buddy's moving there, all this and that. So. Okay. Just do whatever you got to do. They're excited for you. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah. They're happy. Like, all right, we're sad to see you go, but we yeah. know you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. So I got up and went out, and it was great for what it was. It yeah. was, I, I think, a lot of people, and I have a lot of friends from the Midwest, Chicago, Cleveland, here in Cincinnati, wherever, who have moved. And a lot of times when I've talked to them, I think I've asked them about do you feel like you're running away from anything? Yeah. Now, mine was obvious. You yes. know what I mean? With other friends who may have had uh, two of my really good friends or a couple that moved out to Portland, they talked a lot about like, well, 
A big thing is, is we live in Chicago, and Portland is way cheaper than Chicago. Oh, really? But I don't want to pretend like we don't have issues with trying to save up money, being responsible, and being this and that. So while I don't want to pretend that moving out to the West Coast to this cheaper, cool little Pacific Northwest city is going to save us completely from that, I do think that I want to keep that in perspective just to kind of have some motivation sort of thing, right? Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that made any sense. But for me, this was like I want to move to a place that's cool, that's brand new, that's a 1,000 miles away from home Yeah. so that I can realize, you know – yeah, you're always going to have, you know, something with relationships, yeah. not something with your heart getting broken and things not quite working out. Yes. But I want to be far away enough to where I realize there is a whole other world out there. There is a whole new group of people who have never heard of totally. so-and-so who is at the center of your universe Dude, right now. And how yes. refreshing that let's is. Let's talk about that. To I get totally away. get that. I totally right. get that. Like. So and there was hard. still a good cathartic therapeutic element to doing it. Right. Because right? you think sometimes you're like, oh, man, am I just running away? Right. Am I like, am, like am I pretending this, this is going to be a cure all to everything? Right. Because, right. you know, in the reality, it's like problems are everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You're going to like run into new and problems. You're going to bring them to every location you go to, right. depending on how deeply seated they are. You right. know, so. but it's the it's the. Um, so you need to say, I'm not running for my problem. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to gain some perspective. I'm just trying to be in a place where no one's ever heard of this person who right. I'm getting away from. Yeah, you and know you what can I mean? be in a reality where you're like, <laughs> right. whoa, dude, it's uh, it's removing yourself from a situation that is your life. And right. you're like, whoa, now I'm almost in someone else's life right now. Right. And it almost, it's surreal. It, yeah, and yeah. it's almost it's almost the opportunity to, I don't want to say start over, but yeah. it's almost a way to just like... When no one knows who you are, yeah. you're at ground zero again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like once you already have buddies, hopefully for better more right. than for the worse. Yeah. Everyone knows your shortcomings to a certain extent, but yeah. hopefully everyone, you know, knows the good stuff about you. But it's like you can't reverse those opinion overnight once right. they, uh, people already know you, your it's family, cleanse, your friends. Yeah. yeah. So it was just that complete and total cleanse, that purging of just yeah. like all of my baggage. Because it was only wrapped around that one thing. Everything right. else I was, you know, pretty happy about. And I've been fairly, you know, with, with every comedian has their typical this, that, and the third with stuff. But yeah. it, as far as just on the surface, I was like, that. Ah, I like school. Got an all right job. I got yeah. good friends. I really enjoyed, you know, playing music, hanging out. I yeah. wasn't doing stand-up or anything at the time, but getting into it yeah. and all that. Um, and so, yeah, this was just like the, this is the one thing that I gotta just sever completely from me yeah. and and see what's out there. Now, what's interesting is that, you know, I had saved up a bunch of money. Yep. I had done this and that. I paid, you know, the two or three months of rent. You still had to come there. back to school, right? I still came back in. All right. So this was literally over the summer. This is just the summer. This, this is, is just a the getaway from the summer. This is a getaway okay. with my internship at Party University to just, I had okay. about four or five grand saved up. I was like, sweet, I mm-hmm. can do this, live off this, mm-hmm. do whatever I want. Right. just cleanse it. So I did that, and uh, there was this spot in Austin, this place called The Broken Neck that would do punk shows and stuff. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's so funny when you move to a city a thousand miles away, but you see a group of people that from a distance looks exactly like your 
group of people. Yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, you guys. Hey, yeah, what's up? Dudes yeah, with, yeah. yeah, denim vest, right. board They're belt. Like, oh, oh, hey. It's like, oh, it's a, oh, you yeah, look yeah. like this guy. Right, yeah, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. So there's that. So I, I'm walking back to my car to grab a beer or something, and, uh, and this girl gets out of her car. <clears throat> excuse me. And she looks exactly like this girl, man. All looks right. From back home. I, for a sheer terror. Oh, yeah. Mo- I, I had that, like, like, like yeah. literally a freezing. Ghost. It's a ghost. Still, and I go, yeah. You're not supposed to be here. Like, yeah. that literally, like, I've had like, that, man. Like, this is like seeing someone who's a character in another movie show up in a movie, and you're just like, you're like, wait, yeah. you're not, you're not casted in this role. Right. Like, like you know? And so I just yeah. had that, like, whoa there's no way you followed me here or something nuts yeah. like that and i saw her and then it was obviously just a girl who looked like her right got up walked past me probably gave me the like what's this guy's deal or whatever yeah. and i just was like oh that was a little bit of a boy i was really a fool of myself after like a month of hanging out you yeah. know partying going to shows riding my bike around town losing a little bit of weight this and that like man i'm, I'm it's a new me i'm over it yeah and then as soon as that like it was almost yeah. like looking at a drug you were trying to not ever use again for sure and then no. seeing it yeah and just be like oh uh, no no that's an old life no that's not me you no, know what you know though what I mean? you know what i'll say though yeah. is i know i think we all right anyone listening knows what you're talking about yeah for sure. Um, and I think when you're when you're in love with a person, yeah. you see him everywhere. Uh-huh. That girl probably didn't even look like the girl you were in love with. Very likely. She maybe like precisely had a haircut that was similar. maybe a little close. <laughs> maybe just a hair color right. that was similar. Right. And you were like, oh, and then you have that sort of like you see her again. Yeah. And then you have all those emotions come back. And, and you're then like, you're back dang to, it. Back to the I kid. was running away I know. and now I'm here again. <laughs> yeah. Now it's smack dab in front of yeah, me, man. Dude. So uh, that was that was a big one. So that was one of those just weird experiences. And even stranger, one of my closest friends, a childhood friend, uh, moved back with his parents in Savannah, Georgia. I mean, he grew up in Northern Kentucky and everything. Yeah. And he did end up seeing her. Are you kidding me? Out of she was traveling with a group of friends down there, Jeez, and man. he saw her, and he's just like, "Wait a minute!" And he had the same thing, except it was her, and he's just like, "Oh, whoa, what are you doing here?" So that was just like. Such a weird. That has to be intentional. It has to be. Almost. If there man. has to be. It was. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the story at all. Yeah. It seems it's third hand right now. But right. She sought him out. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe she was. Maybe she sent in a doppelganger just to keep me on my toes for that. Man. I doubt Who it. Know? I doubt it. I think it was what I said. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> mine's but, more plausible. Yes. And I like to think more. I'm right. You're right. But. Yeah, I, I think that was the biggest takeaway from that. I got to do everything I needed to do. That was actually probably the first time I ever went to a comedy club as well. I think I went to the Velveeta Room in downtown Austin hanging out. Is that something you kind of always wanted to do? It's something I had I had known about because I had only just discovered George Carlin and Louis C.K. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And hearing them talk about it's cool to be pathetic and just own it. Made me oh, go. You were a sad guy. <laughs> made me go. Oh, right. well, I'm pathetic and can't do anything, but these uh, guys have everyone loving them right. from their honest with and everything. Sad guy too. So yeah, exactly. Okay. So at that time, that was a little bit of where I was kind of going with that. Yeah. But yeah, packing up and getting ready to go back after that two months of just like, all right, man. There's nothing really to do. The train for school is still going, you yeah, know, and totally. I, I got to do it. I got, you know, scholarship money and this and that. And again, 
the fact that I think I needed a time because I always hit that depression slump over the summer when I don't have work to do, schoolwork and stuff anymore, something something like that. Yes, I think it was needing something to distract me, and the Mm -hmm. fact that I was coming back and picking up where I left off on another part of my life, which was school and friends and going back to hanging out at shows and stuff like that. But immediately when I came back was when I started doing stand-up. Okay. And I'm sure that was not a coincidence in the slightest. You know what I mean? As Mm -hmm. in, okay, that's that part of my life, and this is the new me being brutally honest with where I've been. Yeah. I got my little mental vacation to get away. Mm-hmm. to do all that stuff and everything. And um, now I'm here, man. Right. Just doing this. So that was, yeah, that was kind of the full thing that got me there. I okay. totally look back at it as like, a, oh, great. I lived in Austin. But like I said, Austin was irrelevant to it. It was just like what it was was a spot that was away from so-and-so. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, totally. So, okay, what was the, um, I guess, all right. I feel like sometimes I've done that. Mm-hmm. I've had similar situations. Right. Um, and and there, you've moved around a lot. Yeah. A little bit here and I've there. I've been everywhere, man. Yeah. Um, and, well, not everywhere. Yeah. I've been to two places. Yeah. Before here. Uh, and, yeah, it's funny how you have moments. Mm-hmm. It's weird moments where you're like, oh, I I just had an like an experience somewhere that makes you forget about where you've been. Right. Because you get so wrapped up in this world where you're like, oh, I'm here. I'm with this girl. She's Mm -hmm. really cool. I'm Mm -hmm. into this. And then your world gets crushed. You're like, oh, man, my world is crushed. As soon as I was in it and then it flipped 180 because it's again, it felt like the person who had invited me in had just kicked me back out. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So it was it was it's like you get adopted into the life you want to see yourself in and then you get let go from it. You know what I mean? So, yes, she was your ticket into the world you wanted to be. Right. And then the ticket got voided. Okay. Yeah, no. All right, well, let's talk about... um, Here's one thing I want to ask about. Uh, Sure. Let's talk about you going to Austin and you getting pulled over. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to talk about this. And then I also want to talk about Mm -hmm. um, uh, the idea that while you're being... I'll I'll just get to it. You tell us about the story, and then I'll talk about... I basically want to talk about the idea of, like, um, such an in, in, like an intense time mm-hmm. that you have to forget about right. your stupid Mark Kennedy, yeah. broken heart, mm-hmm. baloney problems. You almost that have don't to do something matter. too stupid, right? Where you're like <laughs> in, in the moment where yeah. you're like, don't care, right? Don't even remember this girl's name, right? Okay, yeah. I'm dealing with this right now. All right, okay, so and, and, tell you know, us. Yeah. yeah, the funniest thing I'll say about that too, as far as the larger idea, is that. The hardest part about positive reinforcement is that everything about positivity is usually something that builds in incremental steps. Everything about negativity or tragedy can yeah. just drop on top of you at the drop of a dime. You don't you know think what I mean? Okay, so you don't think like pure joy can just hit you all at once? Uh, I guess it hasn't hit me. I don't know. <laughs> See, I just you know what? I bet even if you like, <laughs> even if you hit the lottery, yeah, you'd still be like. All right. Cool. I'm, I'm going to go to work in Me. a week. Yeah, yeah, or something. You'd be <laughs> yeah. like a little more. You'd yeah. be like, this is great, but you wouldn't right. feel that. You right. wouldn't feel that intense emotional experience that right. you would feel if you, um, if someone. Had the complete opposite. Yeah, if someone yeah. died. Right. I didn't want to say it, but right. if someone died mm-hmm. that you loved, mm-hmm. you'd just be like, you'd be in the pits. Yeah. If you won you. the lottery, you'd be like, all right, well. 
I'm going to go to <laughs> Italy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been there. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, the exactly the, the idea that we're talking about is that you're so ready to kind of be destructive for the sake of you think you're destroying the demon inside of you that's giving you so much grief okay. that you end up doing more harm than good. What had happened was I was uh, I was going to a music festival in Baltimore with my closest friends that I went uh-huh. to every year. And like every great music festival, I had about, you know, three, four, nine blunts rolled up and all this ready to go all Mm -hmm. the good stuff right I don't think I had any other drugs on me and uh, stupidly I got a bunch of weed in my backpack and I drove 18 hours from northern Kentucky to Austin in one day okay so I got my backpack next to me from my, you know, just party bag from yeah. the music festivals. I got, yeah, I got my TV. That's what we call it on the show. Yeah, party supplies. Uh-huh. And I got books, DVDs. I got my stuff, you know, my bedding, pillows, whatever, yeah. all in there. I'm driving. You look like you would have a dope DVD collection. <laughs> I like to think I do, man. It's one yeah. clear top of all the, <laughs> I'm sure. all the classics. You look like a dude that would take pride in his yeah. dope DVD collection. Oh, of course. Yeah, and all my records were in the trunk and everything, too. You know, There you go. We're painting a picture so. of Mark Kennedy for Precise. the listener. <laughs> Precisely. We'll take a picture of you, but this is like This your, is going to capture it in words. You know that yeah. guy that you know that has a dope DVD collection? Yeah, yeah. Looks yours, a, yours truly. Probably, yeah. Pretty similar <laughs> It to looks like this. So I've got all my stuff, man. Right. And I've just got, you know, the party supplies next to me. I'm driving all that way. And I this s- is you, like, this is your very, like, like we said earlier, mm-hmm. where you're like, nothing to lose. Nothing I'm to lose. so sad. Don't care. What, right. what, what, how could you possibly bring me lower than where I'm at? Right. right? So you're like, you're not, you're not stressing about not a thing. Not a thing. all of your Getting confronted in by your cops. backpacks. Nothing. Whatever. Nothing of that. Yep. Moving nothing to, to Texas. Right. No less. Right. So I'm going all the way south. I only stopped twice. Okay. So just stopped for gas each time. And each time I stopped, I got a vitamin water and a six-inch Subway sandwich. And I said, each hour... Take a bite you can't of that say sandwich. vitamin water because we're sponsored by Sobe Life. Water. Oh, really? So, it was a Sobe Life. I lied, but good, good man. <laughs> so, all right, go on. My mindset was every every hour I'll take a bite and a sip, and that's going to keep my metabolism because you're falling my mind asleep. Up. Not because I'm falling asleep, just because I I'm going to go numb out of my skull. You know what I mean? Right, so you're doing the whole so thing. giving myself like being a, like a rat in a cage, getting sugar water once an hour was like right. the only thing going to keep me running on this wheel. Okay. So I'm doing that, and finally, ten miles to Austin, I see the sign, man. Wow. I'm in Waco, Texas. All right. It's at night. I've been driving from six in the morning. It's uh, getting close to midnight now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm doing that, and all of a sudden, I'm going about. I'm probably speeding because I believe it or not want to get there sooner than later yeah 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 and I get, yeah I get there and uh, and then I see the old cherries and blueberries behind me and I'm like oh, oh shit how man. fast was I driving like you don't think it's going to happen to you because I was like dude I've been flying for the past 16 17 hours what could possibly happen now right, right? what are the odds soon as he hits me and I've never been pulled over on the highway before I almost got off on the left side and okay yeah that's bad and then yeah. I had to, he's like trying to get, so I you know, right. get around to the right side and I'm just flipping out. And my mom is like calling me like, did you get there safe? And I'm like, your mom's it, calling you while you're getting pulled over while I'm getting pulled over. Exactly. Yeah. Weirdly. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I did call you back soon. Boom. Yeah. And then the cop walks out to me and I'm like, I've got all that stuff. 
At right what point? Here. All right. Okay. So you're like, oh man. And I'm I thought I put but, it in the trunk. Uh, when does that click? When does that click? You're like, uh, I'm I'm beside right. my party supplies. <laughs> right. Uh, right when he hit the lights that I didn't think I would oh, see. I, ten geez, minutes. Ten minutes. I don't have to deal it. with this. Ten minutes. I'll be home. I'll be in my new home. We're in not 10 talking minutes. like we're not talking felony. We're talking. What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, nothing now? major. Nah, oh, no, nothing like above an ounce or any All shit right. like that. But keep in mind, in Williamson County, Texas, that yeah. having a goddamn seed will probably get you right. butt in jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's how. So he pulls me over, and I just toss this little backpack under my sleeping bag that I got next to me. He goes, son, you got Kentucky plates. What the hell are you doing here? You know what is I he, mean? Is he chill? Is he seem no. like, hey, what are you doing, buddy? B- buzzed head, ready to pounce right. on someone. Very assertive. Yeah, precisely. All right. So he's doing that, looking at me, and he's going, you got a TV? These DVDs? What, what did you just rob? Like a CD game exchange or something? Where did all this stuff come from? You do look like you robbed. Like, yeah. I assumed you came from a robbery when you oh, came absolutely. over. Oh, absolutely. You I- look like a thief. <laughs> I you look, do. You do look like I look uh, like the dude who's not Joe Pesci in the original Home Alone. Right. What's Marv? his name? Marv. Yeah. Marv. I look like that I forget guy. Forget the actor's name. Uh, yeah, I've gotten that yeah. a lot. I forget his name too. But yeah. I look like that guy, and he's looking at like, oh, dude, a, a long-haired guy here, out of out of state plates, all this shit. Like, I'm about to. This is my payday, right? Right. And he just goes, and I, I'm pretty good. When it comes to that kind of shit on the line, when it okay. comes to anything with women or dudes trying to be cool in a situation, I might lose it. But when it comes to like, no, officer, I am a 100 percent law abiding citizen. Please respectfully, you know, this you can and pull that. It off. I can pull it off. Yeah. And he bought it. When and the stakes I just, are high. Uh, when the stakes were that high yeah. where I was like, dude. I'm not getting taken into a county jail the night I move in and All having right. to call my parents and tell them what's up. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, man. Sticky. Yeah, what a way okay. to start, yeah. right? So all of that had been happening, and he's looking at me and around, and I just go, officer, I understand uh, you have a right to be suspicious and all yeah. this. I have my Kentucky license right here. Mm-hmm. You can see my address. I'm moving to Austin, Texas. I can have my roommate on the phone if you would like to confirm that. Right. He can tell the address in Austin and everything if you're familiar with the area. I'm just taking all my stuff from my home to there. So you're, yeah, that's chill. And he's given me line. the like kind of like 10 second like, am I going to call this guy's bluff? Am I going to call it? And he just looks and goes, all right. But I gotta write you up a speeding ticket. Right. I go, woo! I was like, dude, I'll take eleven. All right, just do not search this damn car for a thing. And you say that to him. Directly. Yeah, I said, I said every right. word of that yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah. So okay, you know, because that's a smart thing to do. Right. So thank God you didn't <laughs> check. Thank my God car. you didn't check out this backpack next to me, dude. You can't be, you got... can't be too overzealous about the speeding ticket. We were like, cool, yeah. speeding ticket, hey, awesome. Two thank more, you. man. I was probably yeah. going twenty over, right. dude. Yeah. So. I tried to pull that, and I think even up front, like the like the whole give me a break when he's like, you know, I'm pulling you over. I was yeah. like, I, I may have been going a little over the speed limit. He goes, yeah. you were going a lot over the speed limit, and right. that's when it, it launched into interrogation mode. So yeah, I was able to dodge it. I get home. Ironically, I see my homies, and I'm like, I need to smoke this. And then I pass out. Right. You smoke all 19 <laughs> blondes. Hey, sometimes when you almost yeah. get arrested and you drive for 18 hours straight, you got to, you know, smoke consecutive blunts in a row. So <laughs> well, I did that. All right. Yeah. Let's, uh, what I wanted to address was mm-hmm. when you're getting pulled over. Yeah. Um, 
man, how the human brain, once you're, okay, so you're probably mode. driving. You're probably driving. You're probably thinking about this girl. A little probably bit. Coming trying through to get here, away from yeah, it. Yeah. Kind of like Thinking what's going to come. Right. Am I going to meet someone new here? Right. And Something. all this. Something. Yeah. 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 But there's, there's still the pain. Right. All right. Right. But isn't that funny how once you saw those blueberries, you were like, didn't think about a thing. It, isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like cause that I, was almost cathartic in and of itself. Was like, right. if I can get past this, I can get past anything. You know what I mean? Perspective, right? It's right. all perspective. It's all like, whoa, bigger problem. Yep, old problems right. don't matter. <laughs> right. Right. I'm yeah. not thinking about a thing like that right now for yep. damn sure. Dude. So it's all new highs and new lows and how to balance them, man. So yeah. that was kind of that. And um, and meeting a crazy meth addict who was my neighbor in Austin who was trying to sell me a guitar amp and hang out for drinks all the time. Yeah. Trying to dodge him, getting my bicycle stolen the last day I was in town. Yeah. Literally right before my going away party with my new friends there and mm-hmm. everything. All of that stuff was almost in that like great blissful way. Like, oh, I've got a whole new mess of problems and none of yeah. them involve, you know, the old right. bag of shit I had to deal with before, yeah. you know. So I think in a way... I had been trying to run away from something yeah. that clearly was on my mind. I had gone through so much bug nutty shit in this brand new area to where I at least felt like I walked away with enough experience to feel like I wasn't just the old dude still sulking over this bullshit from before. You yeah, know what I mean? Man. And even immediately, I think the first time I saw the girl when I did move back to Cincinnati, it yeah. was just kind of like, a, all right. And immediately, like, exactly like what we've been talking about, it's like, I've been through worse. I think I can handle this now. Right. And everything was kind of smooth sailing from then on, man. So. That's <laughs> and the. Then, yeah. Then I started doing stand-up not too long after. So. Yeah. The ultimate, uh, yeah, slapping the old finish sticker right on there for right. something brand new. So. Sealing it, it off man. with a nice tight bow and. Sometimes you got to do some crazy shit to get over uh, some inner pain, man. But dude, it all okay. wrapped up nicely. Well, I'll say I think there is some because it, it is very hard to know as a person when you're running from a problem and right. when you actually need to escape a situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very hard to have that perspective to say no. Right now, I need to get out of this. Yeah, and I think that was the. I think you know what with remote like romantic relationships, mm-hmm. you're. All right, let's be real. Yeah. Most, like, romantic relationships that you're in when your buddy, like, gets broken up with. Or yeah. You, like, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a real problem. It's And it's not even that no one cares. It's just that it's such a basic fact of oh, life. Oh, my gosh. And, and, and there was, I don't know, if you've ever read David Cross's book, he said the same thing where he had the best line about you could put a hundred guys who just got dumped in a room together all of them could hash it out. They start cathartically going, dude, I went through that too. And and this happened with that and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And a day or two later, you'll start going, nah, but mine was different, man. Mine yeah. was, mine, they don't understand what yeah. I went through. And it's just like, yeah. it's the single most ubiquitous and single most uniquely specific experience you'll probably go through as a human right. being. You know what I mean? Like but, any but kind of heartbreak. Right? Maybe. 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 But ultimately, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. Everyone has the same thing. <laughs> Everyone has It's theirs. all the same. Everyone's got and their And you demons. need to realize that when you're like, right. I mean, it's just with loss, with mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's just, dude, it's all the same. Yeah. You're not special. Right. You Maybe you liked her a lot. Maybe you <laughs> yeah. loved her. Right. Maybe whatever, blah, blah, blah. You're blah, not blah, unique. Blah. You're the You're millionth not. dude this week that's happened to. You right. know what I mean? So, you exactly. Know. And sometimes you got to get old enough and realize that because... If you go through your entire life thinking that you're the only dude that that's happened to, you're not going to be able to relate to other people because you you've aren't. put yourself on such a pedestal you that aren't. it's just like, yeah. bring yourself back down to size, man. It'll mm -hmm. make life a whole lot easier and keep you smooth sailing, man. Whatever crazy shit you got to do. I mean, I had a buddy who moved to Europe yeah. over the same thing. He's still there. Yeah. And luckily he met like a new girl who he's like in love with, but... Same sort of thing where but he just dude, sat here he's and setting himself up. And he was able to look me in the eyes and go, Yep, broke up with my closest loved one three years ago. I'm still not over it. Yeah. And when I finished college, I was like, I'm I'm getting you got a thousand miles away, I'm getting like three thousand miles away. Yeah, you know? Totally. And that's what I'm doing. And I was just like, <laughs> I know what you've been through, man. Right. You know? In our own little way, and we each had our own little location, right. you know, to get away from it. Uh -huh. But how, yeah, how human that experience is, is to just have your get outside of everything to put you back in a new place. You know what I mean? Internally. I think, yep. I think, I think um, to our listeners, mm -hmm. it's ultimately perspective yeah. is what you need. Mm -hmm. You need to escape the world you're in because it seems dark. It seems like every day is a rainy day, right. cloudy every day. Mm -hmm. There's always, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So ultimately when you're in whatever type of situation you're in, um, let's just let's just only relate this to romantic heartbreak. Right. What you need is you need to understand how stupid mm -hmm. You're not married. Yeah. You don't have kids. <laughs> you don't have a mortgage. You love this person. Else. Yep. But you also, you need to understand when you're mm -hmm. engaging in a romantic relationship yeah. where you're saying, I'm the one for you, you're the one for me. This mm -hmm. is monogamous. Yeah. Uh, it's a commitment. Right. All right? Yeah. Like, we're buddies. Yeah. We're never going to break up. <laughs> yeah. If I see you hanging out with Adam West, I'm not going to be like, what? <laughs> The hell? Dude. I'm not you might throw an empty beer can at my head. I might, but yeah. that'll be for a different reason. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean? Like, right. you need to understand when people are like, oh, why aren't you? Yeah. This, I'm Yourself just kind anymore. Of, yeah. yeah. It's like. You know what you need to be told is, don't worry. You'll get your heart broken again. Yes. And you'll be right back to yes, square one. You will. And you will hopefully right. be open-minded enough to go. I've been here before. Right? <laughs> I've dealt with this. Oh, yeah, man. You know? I've yep. walked away from this. It's just like your first bombing in front of a crowd. Right. You go, yep. My God, will I will I ever be funny again? Right. And then you'll bomb nine more times. Yeah. And then have a great show. And That's then probably it. not wow. get one of those for another 20 gigs. But, you know, right. you sit there and it's kind of like anything. The first cut is always going to be the deepest one. Yeah. And I think that was just my first one where I was like... You know what? Now I got a handful of heartbreaks, man. And yeah. uh, they're kind of like a nice little deck of cards. Right. Each one got its own little property. And You grow uh, to love them. You grow to love them, man. You keep all 52 in your back pocket and you bust out a game of poker when you can, you know? Just like right now. Poetry. Yeah. I think that's an interesting comparison. I can't. I haven't really had enough heartbreaks to compare them to bombing and right. stand-up. Right, right. Uh, bombing... 
And you've never bombed before either, right? That's true. I haven't. <laughs> and, so you got to uh, go through that first. Yeah, and I've never had my heart broken. Every uh-huh. every girl I've ever been interested in has been like <laughs> hopelessly in love with me. Yeah. I can't relate to any of these experiences. Yeah, I understand. You know, it's tough. Uh, but no, I do think that is funny to. Uh, that is a funny comparison to think about, mm-hmm. like, because I've never. All right, I've bombed enough in stand up. Yeah. Where I'm like, if I'm bombing, I'm yeah. like, I don't care. Oh, yeah. I'm here. Now we're like, talking about comedy. Yeah, man. we're, we're on comedy now. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, if I'm bombing, it's mm-hmm. like, yes, yeah, it's uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. it doesn't, like, 10, ten minutes after, ten minutes after, I'm like, all right, whatever, yeah, whatever. It didn't even happen. Right. Sometimes I forget I went out that night when something right. happens, man. Yeah. It, it, it's just so funny because I, I think if I had to, if I would put those two together, a lot of the insecurities that I had up front because I had another not nearly that bad but shitty thing like a late girlfriend at the end of high school. Yeah. That situation was starting to be like, is it me? Like, is it me right. that I'm attracting these psychos who are putting me into grief? Is yeah. it because I'm pathetic? Is it because I'm this and that? And you start internalizing it. When you start bombing up front, when you think you're a funny guy and you want to be a comedian, mm-hmm. you start questioning, am I even funny? Am I even worthwhile? Am I entertaining? Am I it's anything? Tough. Oh, yeah. And you start personalizing it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, if anyone's a starting comedian or a starting human being, not only will you have nine more heartbreaks – You'll be a professional in 10 years having a bomb of a show, man. You know what I mean? But it's got nothing to do with you. If anything, I always say there's like 9,000 extenuating circumstances outside of your control. Right. Controlling things that are, you know, just like with me, I didn't end up in Austin because I wanted to. I wanted to be in a good relationship with this person. I didn't see myself there at all in six months. Yep. That's kind of, you know, when I talked to a guy when I was dealing with a lot of when I was dealing with a lot of depression and a lot of other stuff, it was a little bit after that time, he had just said, look, man, very few times in life are you going to get the hand that you dealt yourself. You're going to have to play with the cards that were dealt to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And whether it's a relationship or trying to hold a crowd down and stand up, there's going to be 9 million things coming at you that you couldn't have ever predicted. You know what I mean? And how you're going to play them is hopefully going to be based off experience and you learning from your prior experiences. Right. And that's the best hand you're going to be able to play, man. What about what about this? <sighs> yeah. Here's yeah, I just thought of this. Mm-hmm. What ultimately with stand up? Yeah. For me, I think I just have to believe in myself. Mm-hmm. I have to go up there. I have to think, Joey is funny. Yeah. He's a funny guy. And if these people don't think he's funny, yeah. that's like, I'm not mad. I'm yeah. not mad at them. It's not, I don't, thing, it's not their fault. But yeah. I'm like, that is unfortunate for you. Yeah. That you can't recognize. <laughs> you missed my... out. So what I'm saying is, yeah. well, I'm making that comparison that it's self-confidence. It's right. you believing in Mark Kennedy right. and saying, whether it's like a romantic relationship or mm-hmm. a stand-up. You're yeah. saying if a girl like breaks up with you and it mm-hmm. doesn't work out, and maybe that any of that part of you that's like, I'm not good enough, I'm not adequate, she broke up with me because I'm not. Right. Because uh, I, I, I didn't bring enough to yeah, it. You yeah, you didn't meet the expectations. Right. If I didn't you, bring the good material to it. Whatever, yeah. 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 If you have, whatever it is, like any sort of insecurity you have, right. it's being self-confident as a person to be like, if they break up with you, you're like, 
that sucks for them. Yeah. Not mad. Not like, <laughs> oh, this crowd didn't get it. Yeah. You guys, you guys don't understand this. Blah, blah, blah. You right. guys suck. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> screw you I guys. Agree. It's I like, s- I be say cool. Be like, oh, you poor yeah. sons of bitches. I know. Too bad. You just don't get this dope <laughs> fire right. that I'm spitting that I'm at spitting you. right now. Right. And so this girl that you're like, this girl's like, look, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. It's not blah. It's this or blah. It's just like, well, that's too bad for right? you because Mark Kennedy yeah. is the man <laughs> and you had your chance. He's moving forward, yeah. Right. And you know what, man? It, the worst thing I ever heard during that period of time was, well, if it didn't happen, it wasn't meant to be, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, no, I'm going to make it meant to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Not anything violent or anything related right. to that. Right. But, but ultimately, the true thing is, is that <laughs> if it wasn't for you— if it wasn't the girl, guy, person for you, if it wasn't the crowd for you, it just wasn't for you, man. Right. You'll get the one that will be if you go out there and try again, you and, know? Yeah, and you're still <laughs> good. Yeah. You're still. You're still going to kill it. You got to believe. Yep. Dude, ultimately, mm-hmm. don't look for validation in anyone else. But yourself. No one can make you small unless you let them. There you go. Yep. There you go. Uh-huh. Man. That's good. Yeah, we wrapping it on that or uh Yeah. We hitting the good stuff. Yeah, say that one more time. What's that? No one can No one can make you feel small? <laughs> so drunk. <laughs> You're just a drunk animal. No one can make you feel small unless you allow them to. Beautiful. Did you, is that you? No, it's not me. <sighs> it's absolutely not me at all. all. Right. I wish I could have came up with that. Um let's give it to <laughs> Thoreau. Thoreau. Henry yeah. David Thoreau. There you go. More thorough than Henry David, man. Yeah. What can I say? Wow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it, man. It's just be confident. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Don't look for validation uh-huh. in a relationship. I heard that at the end of a good public access channel program. I'm sure you did. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> public access, saving yeah. lives, man. That's right. All right, Mark, do you uh do you have any dates to plug, dog? You know what? Uh, depending on how soon it's out, I'll be uh, I'll be at Go Bananas uh, this coming Wednesday, cool. March second, and then um, I guess the more important thing is uh, apropos. I am moving to Olympia, Washington, in September. Uh, no heartbreaks uh, scheduled beforehand, okay. but uh, just doing it to kind of get out and see the world and uh see what happens man and um doesn't sound like a good idea man. <laughs> you just... who knows what can happen i think i'll be keeping my backpack of party supplies in the trunk this time All but, right. um, but yeah i'll be going out and then i'll be hopefully in uh bloomington and dayton doing a couple more comedy club things oh cool so, are you doing the attic or something uh i don't know if i'm gonna be doing the attic uh that place bears place the pizza place oh nice uh, man yeah they, they usually book a really good monday night for that and then hopefully i'll be back up at wiley's in dayton Cool. Doing the new five minutes. So testing on a it Sunday out. night. Uh, Sunday night. Yeah, I'm gonna test out Man. the new five minutes at Go Bananas and hopefully lock that in and kind of shop that around. So cool. Boom. And All then, right. um, I do. I don't know if you ever do this. I do have like one recorded like stand up set or something. I don't know All if right. you ever put your guest like stand up set at the end of the show, but. Uh, Feel free to cut all this out if not. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do that. 
<laughs> I mean, I'll put it on the website, though. Sure. Yeah. Amen, man. Right. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much. I'm not change the format of my I know, nine man. episodes in show. I think I am, show? man? This isn't my crowd, Jeez, man. So. Mark Kennedy. Hell yeah. Well, from the bottom of my heart, Joey, uh, it has been a delight getting to do comedy with you, and this is the first comedy podcast I've ever got to do, man. Awesome, so, man. I'm well, really I'm glad we this could... was the one, man. All right, man. Well, Let thanks. it all out. Yeah, thanks a lot, Mark. Thank you, man. It was awesome. All Sweet. right. Later.